Well, hello there friends. I finally did it. I finally grew a bollocks and started um, making this podcast. So I guess this is the first official episode of the Slurry Pit. So um, if you're here, you're very welcome. Um, Most, if not everyone that's listening to this will probably have come from my TikTok page, Colleen Rua. If not, I don't know how the fuck you got here and I'm really terribly sorry for what you're about to listen to. to myself what better way to start off this journey than discussing uh, the thing that seems to get a lot of people on the internet and particularly riled up in the kind of occult witchy pagan world um, and that's fairies the, the good people the good folk whatever you want to call them there just seems to be constant killings online about fairies um if you're familiar with tiktok you'll know that like jesus christ there's only so much you can fit into 60 seconds trying to explain away to people how their children are definitely not fairies and the implications and how insensitive that is to say um i know a woman was verbally feasted on by a meme i was one of those people and she was a follower of mine and i actually think she still is uh shockingly um who had was going around saying that her child was a fairy and there was some absolute fucking lunatic um absolutely feeding into it who also says she's a a fairy a grown-ass woman saying oh yes she's one of ours like absolute mad woman um but I have to say, uh, the witch talking and, and the Celts and everyone kind of uh, put her in her place qu- quite quickly. Uh, and she did apologise, in fairness to her. Um, but Ireland does have a long-standing history of not treating children they suspect to be fairies very well. Um, you know, back in the day in Ireland, if your child was suspected of being a fairy... Uh, they would uh, put a shovel in an open fire and uh, let that shovel get real nice and warm and then they would proceed to um, place the child bare arsed on the shovel and apparently their screams and their wails um, was the fairy uh, running out of the child's body uh, and leaving and the child would be then returned to its normal state. Now obviously we know now that that is nonsense and lunacy and uh, you know, historians are pretty happy in the consensus that, that a lot of these kids uh, were neurodivergent in some way and that's why they may have been acting um, quote-unquote not normal um, by, by, you know, adult in rural Ireland standards. And also, you know, on top of that, sometimes they wouldn't just put the child on a shovel. Uh, some kids genuinely were killed for being suspected fairies. There is such a huge fear in Irish culture, and it's a genuine fear. And I think, I, I, I think I don't really go into it on my platform in, in, in any way, just how scared people were of things like fairies it's it's not something I went into I go into in in great detail but it is a true and genuine fear even in some parts of rural Ireland to this day of fairies and some people might think well that's fucking dumb but it has been ingrained into a lot of us since we were you know babies about the fears and about you know what can happen to you if a fairy takes a liking to you or if you cross a fairy and so when these people were sometimes leaving their babies in the forest 
to to be taken and and to die or you know they were they were just killing their children by setting them on fire and what have you and and then you know scouring them for life by putting them on flaming hot shovels they were genuinely terrified that their children uh had been replaced by changelings um and that their kids were gone and and they were taken to you know the fairies realm their other world um and that just goes to show how deep the fear of them are that someone was willing to do physical harm to their own kids just so they could do away with this apparent awful evil presence and i do think a lot of that is boiled down to i don't believe it was so it was always this way a lot of it is boiled down to interference over the years with the uh, with the church um for instance you know there is one um member of the of the fairies uh, called grogok um, which is a very helpful fairy creature who will, you know, if they take a liking to you, they will help you clean your house. They will do your dishes. Uh, they'll spend time with you. They're in no way sinister, but they're deathly scared of the clergy. And if a, if a clergy member or a religious person, uh, like a priest or, or a pastor or a vicar, were to enter your home, they would leave immediately for fear of them. And it's kind of very telling that that goes hand in hand now with that story because all of our tales and all of our cultural things do now have this little twist, this little religious twist, each and every one. Even our very old mythologies have these little whispers and spatterings of the church being the saviour and the church protecting you um scattered through like i mean even the bridget's cross the bridget's cross it's it's it was a pagan symbol before it was ever associated with the saint that is bridget it wasn't something that was associated with the goddess bridget uh it was something that was done by pagans it was placed over your door to keep evil out of your house and you know that was just recycled and and placed on the saint bridget as opposed to the goddess bridget she was just swapped out for nearly an exact copy of herself uh just to kind of make the transition better for us um and the church do that time and time again um in our cultural like you know in our cultural stories and and just in irish culture in general like even if you hear about um usheen in the land of tiernanog um I've shared that story about Oisin and the Land of Tirnanog on my TikTok, but I leave out uh, the very end of it because I just don't think it has any place in the story. And that's because at the end of the tale, you know, Oisin, he rides this horse back from Tirnanog to find he's been gone thousands of years. Um, he helps an old man try and lift a boulder and he falls off his horse. When he falls off his horse, he ages all the years he was gone and and he dies an old man. But that isn't the end of the story as you get told it over here now. You get told that a priest comes and blesses him and, and you know, gives him his last rites and then he dies and he goes to God. You know, you've you've had this but up until then there's been nothing about any of this, you know, you just hear about Ushi and the son of, of Fionn McCool, the you know, this brave 
warrior from the Fianna and he goes to Tirnanog, the land of eternal youth and it's all very mystical and it's all very true to you know how the Irish would have told a tale and then at the very end for whatever reason they just throw that little spattering in of but the church saved the day and it's the same in the children of Lear. Children of Lear you know they were turned into swans by their jealous stepmother Aoife and they roamed uh, Ireland uh, and the seas and the seas and the lakes for many, many, many years until they eventually uh, got turned back into humans. When they became human again, you know, they were old, they were elderly, hundreds year old people uh, that were taken in and, and sent up to heaven by a monk. You know, it's just always the same and it's the same time and time again and I and you know and it's been ingrained in our fairy stories as well and it's really unfortunate because it is kind of like a part of the culture has been kind of wiped away there and erased uh, in a way that you can't retrieve at this point because it's just all we have and you know the written word wasn't exactly something we were plentiful in in Ireland back in the day but yeah, the, the, the clergy really have put their mark and their stamp on a lot of um our cultural m- mythological stuff. And I think that's a lot of where the fear and the terror come in with a lot of the, the fair folk and the fairy people. Um, because you are, it is really seen as an awful evil thing and you know you have to do prayers now and you have to keep this at your door you know you have to keep your bridges cross at your door but not for pagan reasons for for christian reasons and oh if a priest comes into the house the fairies will leave and it's just really it's been it's been christianized uh, to the point of no return and you know the church do love to put fear in things because that is how they kept their power for all this time, you know. They kept their power by inserting fear into situations uh, where fear may not have been before. Um, This would have been a very handy way for them to get a lot of the Irish to convert and leave paganism behind back in the day. To demonise their belief systems and to demonise um, how they feel regarding fairies. Like, a lot of people are terrified of the banshee because she's painted as this really scary frightening evil thing but if you really actually know anything about the banshee you'll know she's an utterly harmless figure she's just there to let you know that a death is coming be it yours or someone in your family like she's not there to do you any harm but she's been painted as this awful evil haggard thing that's going to you know snatch you up and snatch your soul and you should be terrified of her but in reality she's she's just there to let you know and to let your family know that someone is reaching the end of their time and the end of their life but you don't get she doesn't get painted that way she doesn't get painted that way in the media she doesn't get painted that way in stories but if you listen to actual people from you know particularly rural Ireland where the tales are still very much still getting circulated no one speaks of her in fear all they say is you know I heard her wailing I heard her crying they never say they were you know terrified of her but she's been just demonized that way by you know once again because she's not she's she's not a saintly you know lovely soft woman sometimes she appears as a hag sometimes she's washing your bloody clothes to let you know you're going to die so she's been painted as this this like villain but in reality 
that's just not what she is like it's it's when you really look into it it's like a lot of a lot of the stuff and I'm guilty of it as well you know kind of fear-mongering around the fae but it's just a lot of the stuff you see and hear about them have been have been blown out of proportion to to spread that fear factor to make them seem worse than what they are I mean like don't get me wrong there are some of them out there that are you know they're dark and and they're dangerous and like the Dullahan um even though the Dullahan has a job to do he's still he's still you know he'll fuck up your life he'll fuck he'll rock your shit um the Dullahan is the headless horseman he's he's more known now and in the modern world as the headless horseman but before all of that he was you know once again similarly to the banshee kind of like a harbinger of death uh he drives the coaster bar which is the death coach uh, that'll take you uh to the next life but also you know if he does hold up his head and call your name you know your soul is his he's a double-edged sword you know he can be on one side very helpful but on the other something to be scared of and there are a few like that but there's also some e.g. the banshee that are just given this fucking bad rap and they're just treated like this awful thing um, and this fear has been put around them just because they don't happen to look beautiful or, you know, delightful. Like the Grogok doesn't particularly look beautiful either. It's a little hairy, uh, stumpy looking little thing. But would be your best pal if they've taken to you, which I can relate to. I mean, I'm a little stumpy thing. I'll be your best pal if you let me. But this fear that has been instilled in everyone regarding the fairies and, you know, just this insensitivity people have gotten where they just want to feel special and connected and act like, oh, I'm one of these fairies. I'm one of these cool guys. Before all this, before they were, you know, brought down to this base level of creatures, uh, you know, that have a job to do and, and, you know, everyone has their specific thing they do and some of them are just here to play tricks on you. They were higher beings. They were like gods. And that's something that just seems to get lost in translation along the way. Which is why I find it hilarious when you see these people online saying, I'm a fairy. Like, oh, I come from a fairy lineage. I come from a fairy line. Like, you're basically... Like, that's like coming out and saying, like, I'm a demigod. Zeus is my father. Like, that's what it sounds like. Fairies... You know, they're not little Tinkerbell things. They're not something like what you'd see on, you know, fucking Peter Pan or... uh, I don't what what other fairy movies are there? I don't that other one, that stupid one, that that about that hoax fairy thing, whatever, you know. You know what I'm about, you know what I'm talking about. That's not what this is, you know? I mean, you're not going around saying like Odin is my father, you know. Loki is my son. Like that's what you sound like. Cause the fairies, they were higher beings. They came from the heavens. That is how the story goes. They came from above. They're not native to Ireland. They came from elsewhere. They came from their own plane. They came from their own place. And it's so infuriating and annoying to go online and see these people that just want to be, you know, hashtag not like the other girls. Just, you know, prancing around being like, I am a fairy. Like, I am, you know, this fucking ethereal being that wears like glitter that destroys the ozone layer on my face every day of the week like I cannot with these people I and I I just don't call them out anymore because it's for for the one you call out there's 20 more like I I refuse to interact or engage with these people unless it's really stupid like like that 
occasion where that woman was was like my child is a fairy and this is this is all this information I have about fairies wherever she fucking plucked it from fucking Tiernanog itself I do not know um because it's just it's ridiculous people saying this not knowing that not a hundred years ago what could happen to a person if they said something like that as well I mean case in point with, with poor British Cleary who was a grown woman that was burned alive in Ireland by her own husband because he was convinced convinced she was um, a changeling that she had been swapped out and it was a, a fairy in its place because she started acting uh, differently to what he was used to. Uh, which could have been for an absolute plethora of reasons that we'll never know because he burned her alive and killed her. And these people just willy-nilly come online and say, like, I'm a fairy. Like, without doing an iota of research or reading a book or, or you know, going online and doing a bit of looking into it. And I'm just like... Where the fuck have you been? Like, if your head was any further up your arse, you'd be a ball. You'd be able to roll yourself down the road. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I can recommend, though. Um, I, I've shared some of his stuff on my page before. Michael Fortune on Facebook. He's got a Facebook page. It's called Folklore.ie. He is an invaluable resource. He is the best folklorist I have ever come across. He has travelled the length and breadth of this country, interviewing people from rural Ireland about their first-hand accounts about fairies, about superstitions, about customs. It's stuff you will never find on the internet. It's stuff you'll never find in a book. And he's recorded all these people with their wonderful first-hand accounts and put them online for everyone to see. And so I would highly recommend going there if you want actual proper information and not just you know regurgitated shite off the internet or tiktok i mean i'm a fucking repeat offender for just regurgitating the same crap over and over again on my page like there's only so much i can work with i don't have a lot of first-hand experience um and things like that mainly because i grew up in dublin uh which is in the city and a lot of rural ireland you know it's truly the heart of ireland dublin lost a lot of its way because it became, you know, the pale, it became the epicentre for trading when the Vikings and everything came. And it just, it lost a lot of itself. The rest of Ireland, though, like rural Ireland in particular, the west of Ireland, uh, County Meath as well, which is in Leinster, right next to Dublin. Oh my God, absolutely bursting at the seams with our heritage and our culture. Um, and it's just waiting to be discovered and explored, but people don't want to do it. People just want to hop on Google, type in... Uh, a phrase that they want you know google to just confirm for them they just you know they they've basically answered their own question with how they type this shit in and then they they go on this big big ass rant you know saying how they're right like i absolutely could not believe the other day um a girl on on tiktok was trying to vilify using white sage by saying celts use white sage and the source she had shared was from fucking fashionista.com and she shared it because she felt you know, it was saying what she was saying, um, which it wasn't, <laughs> which was really embarrassing for them. Um, but like, this is what you're up against. It's shit's wild out there. Shit is wild out there. But I guess I guess the one thing to take away from all this is um, when it comes to fairies and, and the fae, the good people, you know, the good folk, whatever you want to call them. The best way to approach anything to do with them is to just err on the side of respect. 
like you would to any kind of otherworldly being. I mean, at the end of the day, if anyone works with a god, um, be it the Christian one or, you know, anyone else, you show that god respect. And at the end of the day, the fairies, they are higher beings or they were higher beings to us. And anyone that does believe in them and and has that belief system, uh, like a lot do still in Ireland, the key component everyone gives is respect. You respect them and respect comes back. And, you know, it's it's not, it's something that you don't see mentioned a lot. It's just a lot of people, myself included, once again, fucking guilty as charged, shouting at people, telling them, like, don't do this, you're wrong to do this, you're wrong to do that, when it comes to how people approach, um even mentioning the fairies and I think I don't know well I can only speak for myself I get particularly ravenous when it comes to just things within my own culture because there is so much misinformation when it comes to Ireland and Irish culture and a lot of white supremacist and racist types do really enjoy using Ireland and and, and Ireland's past and Ireland's struggles and, and Ireland's ways uh, to try and you know uh, vilify their own racism and their own really close-minded ideals um like I just even had to make a video today saying that the Celts did not have dreadlocks because someone was trying to you know use that as an excuse as to why they were wearing dreadlocks when someone uh, rightfully so said you know that's cultural appropriation and I get very I want I suppose protective when it comes to people being very wrong about certain aspects of my my culture or my history um just because you 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 it feels dirty almost when you see these white supremacist types and these racist people trying to paint their own narrative with your country and you know Ireland's been through some shit in the last you know 800 900 years and cultural erasure is right up there at the top, you know. We've lost a lot of stuff. And, like, as I outlined earlier, you know, the church really did a number on a lot of our stories and a lot of our beliefs to try and make us too afraid to practice them and too afraid to tell the stories. And so when you, you go online, you see these people who y- you just know are just using this because they think it's going to make them sound right um and you know if you were to come to Ireland you'd see you know that the pe- the people here were not were not the type that these you know these self-proclaimed people with their Irish lineage you know try and try and act like they are you know we're not going around stomping on other people's beliefs and we're not going around saying oh well this happened to you well we had it worse because this happened to us that's not how we are and and just to see you know your your country being painted like that on 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 such a huge platform like TikTok, it's really infuriating. And sometimes I think I do come across as a bit of a cunt when I when I start going on a mad one. But I just cannot help myself. Sometimes you just see a certain person and you see red, and I will literally say and do anything to embarrass them. And that is my goal. When I see people like that, I genuinely I want to hurt their feelings and embarrass them, which is probably a fucking god awful terrible thing to say. But it's just like you ignorant fucking stupid bastards, you know, you're you're over here saying you're an Irish American or you're an Irish Canadian or whatever, you have Irish heritage, you have Irish lineage 
and then you start sprouting this bollocks and bullshit about our culture and our ways like you don't know nothing you've googled something you've read an irish central article you've read a wikipedia article you've read someone's blog post and you fucking think you know it all you think you can go into fucking trinity college and teach a class in irish history and i just turn into a fucking psychotic bitch and i'll probably do it again even though i'm kind of sitting here going you you should probably stop i'll do it again bop bop (laughs) but you know it swings and roundabouts. I know I'm not the only Irish isn't the only culture. I've seen several cultures on TikTok have to deal with the same shite. Um, a lot of Norse people have to deal with obviously the the, the white supremacists and the racist people as well. Uh, the Celtic nations in general do have to deal with it. Um, but we just have to keep being angry, psychotic bastards. I'm sorry. I just think they deserve it. I think if you can, if you have to bully, bully a racist or a white supremacist. I mean, that's just me. But um, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. <laughs> Maybe I'm crazy. I'm definitely crazy. <laughs> but anyway, lads and lassies, and everybody in between. Uh, I'm going to leave it there for today and um, thank you if you stayed this long and listened to my absolute like that was just a rant that was just total nonsense that's a, approximately 20 minutes of nonsense so I apologize if you have sat there thinking maybe she'll wrap this up at the end into something that makes any kind of tangible sense Um, it never will I'm sure I'm sure a lot of you <laughs> know that if you know me outside of this um but thank you for coming along on this ride um this is just you know i i'm gonna assume and hope i i get better but this was just you know my maiden voyage into the world of a podcast um so do stick around uh, i don't know how podcasts work I, can you follow me can you follow a, a podcast i don't know you'll you probably know the rules better than i um but i will leave it there thank you for um entering the slurry pit with me and um i'm gonna i'm gonna aim to to have one once a week um my psyche permitting if anybody would like me to discuss any particular topic the floor is open to you because the pressure it's on let me tell you like i've been sitting here before i even pressed record and i was like what am i going to talk about what am i going to talk about um and yeah i'm not going to be able to think of something every week i just don't have the brain capacity uh so if you do follow me on uh tiktok it's colleen rua um you can you can leave a Q&A or a comment under anything or dm me or whatever uh with a topic you would be interested in uh it will be in this shy talky context where i go off on several mini rants in between though so uh, i apologize because i know that is really irritating i hate when people do that and i do that myself um but thank you for coming along on this magical journey this magical mystery tour with me and yeah fingers crossed i'm gonna aim for this i'll probably do it on a friday i know today is well wednesday thursday but uh, yeah i'm gonna aim for once a week uh, upon a friday um some rantings and ramblings uh if all goes well um and so i'll see you next week um, or not you know me fucking procrastinator till the end of time but anyway have a have a magical week